You've tuned in to the Happily Married and Love podcast with Michael and Sherry. Hey, welcome back. So this is Michael. And Sherry. And we want to wish you all Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Or if you're in one of those places where you don't celebrate any of that, just but you've had time off from work during this time of year, it's great. Or even if you didn't have time off, just wanted to say, hey, you know, happy best of days to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> those kind of things. All right, so today... We're going to be talking a little bit about anger. You know, mm-hmm. why are, why am I so angry? Why are you so angry? And it just seems like anger is just in almost everywhere you go these days. It is. You know, you see it on TV. You see protests, you know, you know, especially recently because of the Israeli Hamas. You know, I'm, I'm going to say, say that correct. Hamas. Hamas. <laughs> it reminds me of your grandmother. Hamasity. <laughs> she couldn't say animosity. <laughs> Hamasity. It was like, what? <laughs> you know, but, but it, and that fits in, even though she said that, you know, that there's a lot of anger on, you know, you, you hear it about the college campuses, people mm-hmm. are protesting, you know, just let something happen. You know, if you've ever been in the airport, you know, waiting on a flight and flights get canceled. Mm-hmm. You see some of the worst of humanity will come out. All you got to do is just sit there long enough. Well, I watched the news today, and there's a protest that they don't want to shut down Coney Island. Oh, yeah. yeah. From those of you who don't know, we're living in Cincinnati, not Coney Island in New York, but in Cincinnati there's oh. an amusement park called mm-hmm. Coney Island. Mm-hmm. I guess they didn't make enough revenue or whatever. I don't know, but they said certain parts of it, I guess it's historical, like they don't want it to shut down. Right. right. Well, they don't have to be angry about it. <laughs> You know, yeah, but, but they're are. protesting. People are protesting. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, th- that, those are just things we see in society. You know, um, hopefully people have come through some of these holiday seasons with minimal anger fits, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if I can use that. Right. Because sometimes, you know, you get around family. And it's funny when you see kids. You know, if kids get everything that's on their list or whatever they want, they're happy campers. But mm-hmm. let them not get what they want. Right. You know, then you, you might disappointment, but then also you see some, some anger come out. All right. And part of this context, we want to not just talk about marriage, but, you know, just family relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Just relationships in general. In general. Cool. All right. So we do want to give credit to Dr. Gary Chapman. We read a lot of his material. He's a family therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really talks about anger. And in some of our earlier podcasts, we've even talked a little bit about anger. Yes, we do. But we want to talk about how to process anger in a really healthy way. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you know, I think earlier you were talking about, you know, does anger mean, you know, you go punch a hole in the wall? Right. Or, you know, if you're working on your car and, you know, you, you drop that one bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that's worked on a car knows it's like, oh, I just dropped that bolt. Oh, that screw. Hit that big toe. Oh, well, sometimes it didn't even hit the big toe. It just drops in the engine somewhere. And you're like, oh, man. If you got a magnetic piece, you can get it. Or hopefully the bottom of the car is open, you know, the engine Mm -hmm. bay and it hits Mm -hmm. the ground so you can find it. Right. Then other times it's like, okay, just went to the black hole. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. All right. All right. So, you know, Dr. Chapman suggests a five-step process. 
for dealing with anger. And I think that's good. Um, you know, we've kind of talked about it. So first one is, you know, consciously acknowledge that you're angry. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that seems just like, oh, man, everybody knows that. You know, that's like Captain Obvious. But no, sometimes it's not. Some people are in denial. Yeah. That I'm not angry. This is just this is just the way I process. Right. And clearly the people that are in front of you are like, he's angry. Well, well let's talk about husbands and wives. The wife is quiet. She got, she's obviously miffed, and the husband says, what's wrong? And she says, wait for it. Nothing. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> now, we go into communication, you know. Her words are only 7% of the communication. Mm-hmm. That body language and the tone <laughs> tells you the rest right. of the story. Right. No, you're not fine. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You know, but that that's the kind of thing there where you need to acknowledge that. Um, but one thing I found is sometimes having the words for it. People don't, you know, you, you don't have the words to explain it. So it'd be good to get a thesaurus mm-hmm. or, or on your phone. I mean, some people are like, a thesaurus? What in the world is it? Right, <laughs> right. They're like, I'll just Google it. Just Google it, yeah, and look up similar words, mm-hmm. you know, synonyms, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, when you look at the words, it's like, okay, yes, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm, I'm mad, you know, those kind of things. And acknowledge that, that you're angry. But see, once you've done that, now it raises the question. Okay, and you be very specific. I am angry that you left the ice tray out. You didn't wash the dishes. You didn't wash the dishes. Dishes had food on it still. Okay. And you'd be like, that's not my fault. It's the dishwasher itself. Oh, but you attempted to wash it, but it came out dirty. Well, some people say put the dishes in with with no, uh, don't do any pre-washing. Just put it in there. You ought to be in a focus group for these commercials and say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've feedback. tried it, but it doesn't. Right. So doesn't, it's, it's always good. But, but the, the point is, right. you're angry because you took that out of there. You're like, I got to put it in the sink and wash it again. Well. Yeah, but then you acknowledge, okay, then why are you angry? I say, okay, you're angry, you're very specific about, mm-hmm. why you're, and, and this is internally why you are angry. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you know, you're actually talking to somebody. It could just be, you know, when you find yourself, like we all kind of find ourselves in traffic. You know, it's that, I was reading a devotion today and was talking about just on how we as believers sometimes have just that old nature that we find ourselves in rage you know i don't know about you well you, you ride you know we drive a lot mm-hmm. you know I, i've noticed how many people will tailgate me just because i'm driving i'm just like okay i'm already a little bit over the uh speed limit mm-hmm. and you know are you gonna jump the double yellow line to go around some of them have, and we and we got a red light coming up to us in fifty yards, mm-hmm. forty yards, mm-hmm. and but they're right on. And but, but a lot of times you can tell their mind is somewhere else. Right. I have the opportunity to get written like, okay, wait a minute, you know, I can get upset or just like, you know what, what's going on? Or we see people just do crazy stuff, mm-hmm. make a left hand turn from the right lane in front right. of everybody, right. exactly. You know, or just do very dangerous things. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could be saying, okay, I'm angry about that. But I was sharing that as I was looking at the devotional today, 
it just talks about we even as believers find ourselves like like Paul in in Romans 7 like I, I want to do right my spirit wants to do right but there's evil still in me you know mm -hmm. there's that fallen nature and one scripture that that I've been meditating on today was Proverbs 14 18 and it says the path or the way well it depends on the translation the way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn shining brighter until the full day until the sun fully comes up mm -hmm. and I think we as believers as we find ourselves that when we first come to salvation it's just like that first gleam of dawn it comes mm -hmm. you still got a long ways until you know to full sun comes up and that's the right. process right so for us the reason I'm bringing that up is when we are angry about we need to be very specific and there's might you might be in the car you might be in you know in the bathroom mm -hmm. and said okay why am I angry and you say these words out loud I'm angry because of blank correct okay but then mm -hmm. now what you gonna do about it okay so you know we, we talked a little bit about individually you know going to the side but then when you're having your discussion with your other person, mm -hmm. you've already said, identified, okay, or you need to put it on the table. Here is what I'm angry about and very specific. Not attacking the person, but talking about this is what I'm angry. Now, they could they could be just as wrong. What they say is wrong as a $3 bill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. But that's what you want to you wanna talk about that. Okay? Okay. So then that helps you, first of all, take that ownership. Now, point number two. Restrain your immediate response. Okay. And sometimes, as we know, it takes time to learn, un learn, un unlearn a habit. Let's let's say it that way. Mm -hmm. Start a new one. Mm -hmm. And some people are used to hollering and screaming and expressing anger. Versus this says restrain your immediate response. Mm -hmm. So. You don't want to take the action that you normally take when you are angry. Mm -hmm. It says, you know, uh, common sense is to count to 10. I mean, sometimes if you if you count to 10 and you're still at that place, you might want to count to 20 and so on. You might want to count all the way to 1,000. I mean, right. <laughs> you, right. I mean, sometimes that kid or that person, you're just like, they really are ticking me off. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wait a minute. I got to restrain my immediate response. Yeah. And sometimes that says like, hey, you know, right now, I, I, I can't talk right now. Go take a walk. Mm -hmm. You know, and go chill, you know, till you can get it together. Um, you know, because the reason you do that, you want to be in a mental and emotional state where you can say, okay, I need to be able to communicate. I'm really angry. And you can say, Lord, I'm angry. Mm -hmm. You know, I was reading through Psalms. You know, and King David wrote a lot of the Psalms. Um, one that always comes back to my mind is Psalms 49, because he's having this verbal conversation with himself. He was like, so why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. Then he comes back in the, in the few verses later and says, so why are you discomforted in me? You know, first you said disquieted and you said dis discomforted. So because actually he uses two different words. You might want to break that down. Oh, see, Sherry, I wasn't trying to go. <laughs> Come on now. Some people just need basic words. Well, yeah. all right, let's let's put it in it disquieted. You ever that internal turmoil that's going on, mm -hmm. you know, 
like you know just that seething kind of thing you know going on that's that discomfort you know disquieted you know there's noise sometimes it's just noisy inside mm-hmm. it, it's funny i'm, I'm it's, it, it's related to it i remember this one job i used to have this is when i was working in blue ash one of my coworkers gave me this little button that you put on and it says is the noise in my head too loud mm. <laughs> okay like, i mean it was funny i mean i got it but i, I was like wow because I, I know I have a habit sometimes talking out loud. Because <laughs> I'm processing. Yes, he does. You know? um, but it's just, when I was talking about noise, sometimes people have too much noise going on internally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or in the discomforted, you know, because everybody knows what comfort is. You know, because right now we're, we're going into winter, you know, and you're thinking about, you know, laying on the beach on a chaise. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be the sand is warm? Mm-hmm, you got a good mm-hmm. book or the Bible with mm-hmm. you, you know, you're just chilling out. And that's comfort. Yeah. Or just, you know, the big comfy couch. I think that was a TV show for kids or something. That was Pee Wee Herman, see? Pee Wee Herman, uh-huh. okay. All right. We, we won't go into Pee Wee Herman. All right. But, <laughs> but those are the kind of things where, and the reason I brought that up is because King David gave us an example. And he was talking to God. You know, he talked to himself. But then as you read all of that, he had a lot of verses where it was times of, Lord, I'm angry. Lord, I'm upset. Mm -hmm. And and even to the point where I'm not going to give you the the one reference, but there's a psalm where he was even like, okay, Lord, I need you to take this guy out. (laughs) Why would you not give the reference? Because I got to go find it. I got to remember which one it is. Okay. And I don't have it right. And a lot of times I don't like quoting because if I don't remember the exact address. But anyway, he, you know, it depends on what translation you're reading. He's like, God, I need you to take this guy out, take his family, you know, just. And I was like, whoa, David's really upset. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you do that. We're not advocating that kind of thing. But the point is, is to restrain not to take your immediate action of what you normally do. Correct. Especially when that little four-year-old kid has pushed your last button. <laughs> <laughs> we have a beautiful little four-year-old. Yeah. Our granddaughter that walks around this house and she thinks she is the boss. And and those who have kids like that, little kids, they all know. They get it. Mm-hmm, they get it. Mm-hmm. Especially this whole Disney princess thing. Right. How many times I've been in the store, I'm seeing like, okay, there's another princess. Oh, there's another one. There's mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. It's like, ah, okay. Okay, I got it. Okay, cool. Digress enough on that. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Locate the focus of your anger. Uh, Ask yourself, why am I so angry? Is it my spouse, another person has said or done? Is my anger towards that person influenced by somebody, some something that has happened at work or on my in, in my childhood years ago? Ah, uh, see, I like this because it's different. My first response was like, how's it different from the first one? First mm-hmm. one just says, acknowledges, I'm angry because of. Mm-hmm. Now this one goes and says. Where's this anger coming? Did somebody make me upset? Or like you said, is it something from childhood that triggered it? Right. Wow. And I know about that. Just, you know, I've talked about it on our other podcasts. But anyway, I mm-hmm. do understand. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of anger in me. Yeah, you did. And I, I did get some help. I went to therapy, all that. Mm-hmm. It helped me tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did. I'm glad you shared that, you know. You were going to share? No, I'm just saying I was going to remember in the early years 
there were things that I just did, just not even thinking. Well, we were getting, we were two people getting to mm-hmm. know each other, mm-hmm. bringing our two families, I mean, yeah, families of origin together. Mm-hmm. Things I took for granted, it triggered anger in you. Right. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, ah, but that's good. So it's okay, locate the focus of your anger. You know, um, it, it, it's interesting when he, he covers, because that's one thing I had to work on. I'm like one of those people that if I'm, if I arrive somewhere 15 minutes, I'm on time. But I, I, I <laughs> it's like I feel it emotional <laughs> if I'm late. <laughs> I just don't like being late. But, but, you know, with that to say, wait a minute, am I going to break the speed limit to get there on time? It's like, no, that's not right. So back up. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of thing, you know, is identifying why you're angry. Now, if someone's abusive, that's different, you know. You know, someone not showing up on time, you being angry, is not on the same level as somebody being abusive. It's because sometimes if someone's got a lot of abuse, they I can see where the anger comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, right. So, okay. So it sounds like we need to wrap on this one. So those are good things. So just going back over those is the first one is consciously acknowledge to yourself that you're angry, mm-hmm. and that's okay. You know. Because the scripture says, be angry, don't sin. So you you need to acknowledge anger. Right. All right. Number two is, <laughs> don't take your immediate, whatever your immediate response is, restrain yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because you could be making things worse. Correct. All right. And then the third one we just covered was, locate the focus of your anger. Did somebody cut you off? Somebody at work say something? You're disappointed? Something happened in the past. Something happened. Go ahead. To make you come back to that place again mm-hmm. right right and since it's Christmas time you didn't get your favorite <laughs> <laughs> that's more disappointing you know I'm just gonna make yeah, a fun of that it's, it's not funny but some right. people you know and, and I'm not criticizing or downplaying anything right some people just can't afford to get things for their relative oh, loved yeah, ones yeah. exactly but we have to realize that the love of Christ is in our hearts mm-hmm. and that having a family, having a place to live, having things that maybe others don't have, that that might as well be. That's Christ in us. Yeah. Yeah. We can't. I mean, people do get disappointed because they do look to receiving gifts. We receive we give each other gifts all year round. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this one day becomes, you know. Uh, what's the word I want to use? It's it becomes exaggerated. Oh, that, yeah, commercial. You know, so, but not to say it's wrong. It's not just saying commercial. we're not saying it's wrong. Right. We're just saying right. that people get angry over things that they probably should not get angry over. But again, it goes back to identifying. Yeah, yeah. Identify. I mean, I could say in my childhood, my dad decided no Christmas. He he got a teaching on the meaning of Christmas uh, and right. he said no Christmas we've been getting Christmas all these times and all of a sudden no tree I think the tree went up no gifts no nothing <laughs> wow and I, I don't wow. think I got upset but I was disappointed like well okay I, I know I do have the hope to wait after the holiday is over I will go to the Clarence house and we'll get some clothes or whatever mm-hmm. I want right that was my alternative and it's still my alternative now we don't we don't run to get stuff, but anyway, that's just us. You, whatever way you do it, it's fine. Right. But the point is, 
understanding, you know, the focus of your anger. You know, if that isn't, you know, it's just something to be, to identify with. Mm -hmm. um, but to wrap this, if you're listening to this, you're a believer, hopefully some of these principles will allow you to have that open and honest relationship with the Lord first mm -hmm. to help you walk through it. Because if you're, you know, if you're, if you're finding yourself, you're angry frequently or the same thing, it's, mm -hmm. take it to the Lord in prayer. You know, and you, there may be things like, you you know, you shared about your childhood. Mm -hmm. There may be things that you just don't even see. It's a blind spot. And he began to open it up. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's why. Or he can give you the way. Um, Proverbs 15, 1, a soft answer turns away much wrath. Mm -hmm. You know, that maybe, you know, you could have the kid come to you and just say something soft to you or your, your loved one or coworker, or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, those kind of things. As you begin to meditate on that, on those scriptures, it can help you deal with it. Or you may have to go to a point where, well, actually, and or you may go seek professional help. Correct. If you've got a pastor or Correct. a leader or <clears throat> therapist if you need it, you know, mm -hmm. so you can begin mm -hmm. identifying anger. Because what you want to do is we want to have healthy relationships, not just husband and wife, but parents to kids, grandkids to coworkers mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. you know, you name it. But some of them don't have a love of Christ in them, Mike. So can you explain to them what it means to have a relationship with Christ? Yeah, I could do that. Um, I almost pushed it back on you. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, uh, wow, a, a relationship with Christ, especially at this time of year, is if you've seen anything about the coming of the child, born of Mary, a virgin, mm -hmm. but a son was given who was the son of God, who came, and he is the baby who brings peace. Mm-hmm. And he's the Prince of Peace at the same time. Yes, he is. Um, and so what a relationship with Christ literally means that, first of all, you acknowledge that Jesus came. He came. I mean, history, would well, have been trying to get rid of it, but history is actually defined by his birth and death, B.C., A.D. Mm -hmm. And there's some, other, you know, if you want to, you know, there's people who strain at gnats and swallow camels, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of things about, about all that. Mm -hmm. But it's about him coming to redeem us and rescue us back, rescue us from sin and darkness and, and, and the devil's kingdom and brought us into his kingdom. And he adopts us and he's the king of kings mm -hmm. and we're like citizens and he just brings us into his family. And that's what it is. And it literally is as simple as one acknowledging that Jesus came. Number two, you got to acknowledge that you need him, that you're a sinner. And, you know, nobody's trying to call that out, but you got to call it out in that you're away from him. You've, you've broken relationship with mm -hmm. him. You don't know him, but he wants to know you. Yes, he does. So you literally just say, okay, Lord, I recognize I'm a sinner. I need you to come in to rescue me, mm -hmm. to wash away my sins and make me a new. And he'll make you new from the inside out. Yes, he will. And that's what a relationship is. And as simple as Romans 10, 9 and 10 is a, is a book in the New Testament. And there's a reference in there that talks about with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. Mm -hmm. So if you've confessed with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, which means Yes, just what we've been saying. 
He came to the earth. He died. He was a baby. He ain't a baby anymore. <laughs> he That's grew right. up. That's right. He died on the cross mm-hmm. to rescue us. And as a result, I receive your free gift of righteousness. He, he didn't charge you for it. And the only thing he asked in return is you surrender your life to him. Mm-hmm. And really, that's that's the it. It's not the easiest, but it's the best thing absolutely we could ever do. It is because he, he's he's the he he is love. He is light, and he and he gives righteousness. I mean, he, there's so many benefits to him, and so that's what it means. So that's literally what you need to do. And it's as simple as a prayer, as I just said. And you know, I can give you the words, but it's, sometimes it's just simple as you just saying, "Jesus, come save me." Lord, I believe mm-hmm. that you died on the cross for me, and he'll come. Amen. So that would be a great end-of-year gift you can give <laughs> to yes, yourself. Yes, yes, yes. He saved me years ago, and I'm I'm very grateful. Yeah. He saved you. Yeah, he rescued me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I am. I am. It's truly a blessing. Mm-hmm. If you did uh, come to know Christ, you may want to just shoot us a little email yeah at happily married in the letter in love at gmail.com and say hey I'm, i got saved today mm-hmm. yeah you know you know uh the lord walked he, he went to get that one and left the 99 but he wants us all to come to him mm-hmm. and be saved what a great way to start the year with yes. the new life yes yeah It'll yes. be good. Yeah, definitely send us, let us know. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you've done that, even pray to ask the Lord to send you to a good church. Because, I mean, there's people listening to us all over the world, and we find mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So you can be in another country, mm-hmm. and, and he'll lead you. He'll guide you because now you're his kid. Yes, we want to, we want to develop, you know, our list, have our listeners, mm-hmm. you know, tell us more about what, they, what they're learning or what they're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. All right, so anyway, that sounds like that's a wrap. Yes. So until next time, this is Michael. And Sherry. With the Happily Married and Love podcast. Peace. Peace.